0: The essential part To bearing your cross And following God Understand you get this You ready Faith F-A-I-T-H A five letter word Good morning ladies and gentlemen All over the world Good morning It, it is Monday Here on Church, Church Boy oh. Confessions oh. He will direct your path So what's there fear again? Good morning ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good morning Thank you so much for tuning in once again To the Church for Confessions podcast I'm your host Emmanuel Heke Welcome to 2022 everyone We're finally here, we've talked about it We've anticipated it We've dreamt about it, we've we've written things down about it And now we're in it, now we're in it Now I'm gonna tell you this man I'm very excited for this year I feel amazing And we're going to get to it in this episode But the reason why I feel amazing is not is not because of anything that I see physically No, no It's not because of anything that I see physically In fact, if it was because of things that I saw physically I wouldn't be feeling amazing right now I'd be feeling quite opposite But because I'm, I, I'm I'm excited about things that I do not see I'm talking about faith I'm talking about faith for the future. I'm talking about faith for what I believe that God is going to do in 2022. I pray and I feel like I I, I mentioned this. I did mention it in like some episodes about writing things down. And there's a lot of people who have taken up this tradition and, I'm, and I love it and I and I'm and I'm happy about it. And I want more people to do it. If you listen to this, I want you to write down. If you haven't already write down the things that you want God to do for you this year 2022. Pray over it. Pray that God helps you to to align your desires with his and write it down. This is so amazing, such an amazing practice. I believe it's even a spiritual discipline. It checks you. Every now and then throughout the year, you're going to be going back to that list. You're going to be praying for things on that list, or you're going to be crossing them out because God has already fulfilled them. And it even helps you track how God has been moving in your life. And it's amazing, I tell you. I've had years where everything was crossed off, and I've had years where things were not crossed off. And those years discouraged me so much. Well, that year was 2020. We're two years away from that now. But, you know, I think for the rest of our lives, it's going to be a year that is going to at least have some type of uh, milestone. Not, I guess milestone is supposed to be positive. But, you know, it's going to be some type of statute, some type of memorial in 2020. Maybe you had a great year, but... That year discouraged me so much. I didn't write a list for 2021 because of what happened with 2020. Well, I did write a list and it was very modest. But still, God scratched all of those off in 2021. Um, but today I'm going to talk about faith because I realize, you know, it's very essential. You see, this this conversation started a while ago, and I've talked to you about having tenacity. I've talked to you about having this tenacious type of faith, and it has really come. You know, this I was, If I say the very origin of this message starts with me having to understand that the faith that I thought I had in God was not actually faith in God at all. It was faith that everything was going to work out because what are the odds that it doesn't? That's that was my that was my type of faith, and I called that faith in God for a long time until God had to check me. And God started to send people to sit by me and tell me about testimonies that they had, testimonies that they received because they were tenacious about it. So today I want to talk about faith. I want to talk about this this life that we live of following God. And I know it might sound like a very cliche message, but I promise you that this is going to be something that you need to listen to at the beginning of this year. And I pray that you send it to somebody else that needs to hear this at the beginning of 2022. Um, before I before I continue with the entire message, let's talk about some things that we need to talk about, right? January 29th, we are having the poetry jam. And you know that. I've been spamming you about it, right? Um, and the reality is that we have this whole COVID situation happening. We have been monitoring it. We have been looking at it. Um, And we are going to speak more about it, I believe, this coming week. Um, Right now, I can tell you that the show is going to go on. Will it go on exactly how it was before? No, it will not. Um, And we are still discovering how that will go, because, you know, ultimately we have to lay out the COVID protocols to make sure everybody's safe when they come. So we're still expecting some people to come in person. Um, We're still expecting everything to go down. We're still expecting our performers, everything like that. Um, But we will, you know, give more information concerning everything we're going to do in regards to COVID, because the reality is this. You know, I know maybe some people may not care. Some people may not see it as a big deal a lot of people do um and the reality is that unassociated if we're going to bring you out to our event we're going to make sure that you're safe we're going to make sure we're not putting you in harm's way so i don't want anybody to fear coming to this event because um one god is going to be with us and two you know i believe that we've been instructed and it's our responsibility to make sure you are safe by implying um the necessary protocols so i wanted to say that and another thing that i wanted to announce um was just as a community um Really, on behalf of the team, really unassociated, coming into 2022, um, amazing things are going to happen. You know, I've talked. I don't know if I said it on here, but I know I've talked to people in my in my you know, in my uh, friends and family, and I've told them I have. I'm gonna say it like this because I'm not gonna go off my topic. <laughs> But I'm going to just say like this, man, there has been an awakening and there's been a reignition, and I'm excited to see what this year is about. I'm going to leave it like that. And I'm so thankful that you are still here. I'm so thankful that you have taken the time to listen to this episode. I'm so thankful that you guys have continued to stick with us for three years, going on four years in August. And we are not stopping. There is no sign of stopping. Glory be to God. We are going to roll through this year with faith. And with confidence and with the power of God, I'm very excited for what this year holds. And you are going to grow. When you watch this podcast or you listen to this podcast, when you listen to Create With Kendra, when you engage with our content, when you engage with our our blogs, you are going to grow this year. God is going to move through this ministry and is going to bless your life. And it has been happening for a lot of you and it's going to happen more and it's going to happen more frequently as well so now i can get to my message all right whatever you guys heard me go on my little rant or whatever my inspirational message my war cry but it's really going to be about that in 2022 i promise you that um but like i said today i want to talk about faith um this year it's needed this year is going to be different this year is going to be different for all of those that claim it i tell you that much um Let's start with the biggest issue I had in 2021. As I was looking back at the year, I was thinking of how I can, you know, shape my testimony because I know I wanted to give a testimony because I know that guy's has done great things for me. And when I look back at 2021, the reality is that, you know, there's a big difference between the first half, kind of like the first 60% of the year and the latter 34, I'm sorry, 40% of the year. See, look, I'm poly I'm not math, whatever. So look, um yeah and when and when I look at majority of the year, which was like the first you know sixty percent of the year, when I tell you that that time was characterized by being in a bad position, being in a dark place, I've had countless episodes talking about how I was feeling and how I've been enduring the times of you know being unemployed and being insecure about my future I mean that's probably episode. Any episode after graduation, or at the start of COVID onward, probably has some type of sentiment about that topic, right? And um, you know, I was I was in a bad place. I was, you know, I was unemployed. Didn't know what my future would be. I felt useless. I felt really bad. I felt really down. And if I can characterize, you know, what my biggest issue was in two thousand and twenty one, it was self pity. That was it. It has been a habit of mine to be very big on self-pity for a long time. I'm very big on self-pity. Well, not anymore. I'm not going to claim such things anymore. 2022, it's done. It's over with. You know what the remedy to self-pity is? It's faith. And that's what I want to talk about today. You know, for me, I was in a tough place and I would ask myself, you know, I've said, God, why is it that I'm following you I'm doing church boy confessions. I I'm, I'm 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 serving at my church. I'm I'm helping other people around and how come all of these things always come with frustrations and always come with some type of issues and always come with some type of you know just some type of complication. If I tell you, man, one of the reasons why I was even in the, po- in the spot where I was unemployed in the press was because I didn't want to go to law school anymore. You know why, Emmanuel Heck, I didn't want to go to law school? If I'm being completely honest with you, that traces all the way back to the start of Unassociated. When Unassociated started, my passions changed. Funny how when I started serving God, my passions changed. And then I found myself in 2020, 2021 in a very hard position. And I can trace it back to the start of Unassociated. Unassociated started. My passions changed. Law school was out the window. I want to spread the gospel. I want to do these certain things. I want to have this ministry. I want to do create this content and so on. So why is it that with me really saying yes to God and following God, all these frustrations and all these complications have come. It's been very annoying. And then I had a moment. You know, we were having a service at church and my dad was telling me, I need you to print out the bulletin. You know, the bulletin is, you know, it's like. The, the little thing that you have, like little piece of paper that they pass you, to you in church it has the itinerary. It has the hymns that you're going to sing, you know, has the responsive reading and so on. So he told me I got to make it right. Making it is like 10 minutes. You know, I've been doing this for years. Right. Very quick. Right. So I'm thinking, like, all right, I'm going to make it, you know, and it's a day of. So he's saying, like, you need to make it now. You need to make it now. I'm like, you need to chill out. I'm going to make it. So it's about 30 minutes until it's time for us to leave and go to church for the service. Um, and I'm starting to make it and everything like that go smooth. And I start to try and print it. And for some reason, when I tell you something overcame and possessed this printer to where I, to this day, I, I, I'm not saying that technology has demons in it. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that Apple products have demons in them. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, all I'm saying is that it was very weird. And it's been very weird how there's been a lot of times when it comes to things with unassociated things come, you know, things that I have to do for whatever that should take me 10 minutes, 30 minutes can stretch to psh, two hours, three hours. And it's just absolutely ridiculous. And I was really frustrated. And that's when my dad told me. He said, this is what I told you, son. I don't remember when he told me that before, but he said, this is what I told you, son. I told you. That when you're doing things for the Lord, the enemy is going to attack you. That's what he said. When you're doing things for God, the enemy is going to attack you. And then it got me thinking. Man. These frustrations, these roadblocks, these annoyances, all these different things. Is this just part of the game? Are we to just, man, just recognize that this is part of the game? I'm not going to lie, man. Like, I was one of those people that thought that, you know, when I first signed up to be a Christian, that it was going to be like, you know what? I'm going to be happy no matter what. Everything's going to be straight, no matter what. Everything's going to work out, no matter what. Everything's going to go as I plan. I'm going to be successful in everything. And when I tell you that I have been opened up, I've been enlightened to a new perspective where struggle is an embedded part of the Christian life. It is. Suffering is an embedded part of the Christian life. It is. And a lot of people don't want to talk about that. A lot of people don't want to mention that. A lot of people don't want to acknowledge that. And I don't blame them. It's uncomfortable. But let's go to Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16, starting in verse 21. Mm. Let me get some water. Starting at verse 21. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders and the chief priests and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed on, and on the third day be raised to life. Verse 22, Peter, who was one of Jesus's disciples, Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Imagine, began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. That sounds like a good friend. Uh, verse 23 jesus turned and said to peter get behind me satan you are a stumbling block to me you do not have in mind the concerns of god but merely human concerns verse 24 then jesus said to his disciples whosoever whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me for whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? For the son of man is going to come in his glory, in his father's glory with his angels. And then he will reward each person according to what they have done. May God bless the hearing and the reading and understanding of his word in Jesus name. Amen. Jesus tells the disciples, hey, I'm going to go to this place and they're going to beat me up and they're going to kill me and then I'm going to resurrect on the third day. Something like. You know, all, all that Peter heard and all the disciples heard was like, whoa, you're gonna get beat up? You're gonna get you gonna die? They're gonna kill you? No, that's never gonna to happen to my friend. Don't say stuff. Don't talk like that. Don't talk that negativity. Don't speak that into existence. And you would think that Jesus like, you know what? You right, man. Like thanks, man. You know, I was just being negative. Thanks for catching me. no, like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Jesus says, "Get behind me, Satan." I want to I want I want to highlight verse 23, which was his initial, you know, his, his first the beginning of his response. It says, "Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me." You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. You see, Jesus lays out there's a difference between human concerns and the concerns of God see the reality is that humans like i've said a million times we have these set of fleshly desires that revolve around our self-preservation that resolve around our self-exaltation um it revolves around our self-fulfillment we want to preserve our lives we want to exalt our lives we want to be in sense propped up as gods in our own ways and in this case you know Many of us would rather save our lives than suffer at the hands of somebody for anybody's sake. But need I remind you why you were created? And it's what I spent 30 minutes talking about last week. As you were created in the image of God, you are an image bearer of God. The purpose for your creation is to represent God. And you do that by bearing his image everywhere he calls you. You do that. By bearing his traits, you do that by obeying him. And the reality that every Christian must come to terms with is that sometimes obeying God means enduring very harsh, traumatic, and sometimes very terrible situations. But it is a righteous thing to do. Because when you're concerned with things of yourself, that is what we call idolatry. When you try to prop your own throne over God, that is what we call rebellion. Ultimately, Jesus needed to rebuke Peter because Peter didn't even, man, Peter didn't even consider what this was all about. You see, sometimes we think that the suffering that God has called us to is in vain, which is the reason why we want to ban all suffering from our lives. Just like Peter wanted to ban, to rebuke Jesus and say, no, nah, none of that stuff is going to happen to you. You're not going to suffer and you're not going to die. But what Peter didn't understand was that Jesus wasn't talking about suffering and dying for no reason. He was talking about doing it for a reason that was much bigger than just Peter. Much bigger than just suffering and death. Jesus had to suffer and die for our own sake. And just like God, the father called the son to bear this burden. He's called us to bear our own burdens and walk along this path that can be uncomfortable sometimes. But it's not in vain. And you need to remember that it's not in vain. It is this pathway that God has called you to. That he will use to save souls. It is this pathway that God has called you to. That he will use to impact and change lives. But you need to buy into the system. You need to trust the process. Verse 24. Jesus says that whoever wants to be my disciple. Whoever wants to be one of my followers. Must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. And when I read this, that's when it hit me. That's why I felt some type of way. You know, the frustrations and the annoyances of 2021. You know, for me, I I experienced all these things that brought me down. So then I felt very down. Then I fell into self-pity. But the reality is, you know, as I was waiting for God to just take this away from me, take these problems away from me. In reality, what God wanted me to do was to bear my cross We Christians are called to bear our cross. I know this doesn't sound like a lot of the messages that we are so interested in these days. I know. But this is something that's there. This is just real. This is just the reality. That struggle is embedded in our lives. It is not easy to follow God. It's not easy. Bear your cross. That doesn't sound like fun. And follow him. The frustrations and the struggle and the roadblocks that you face while you are following Christ is your cross to bear. And I implore you to continue to follow him. And let me tell you this, that you're not following him in vain. There are going to be people's lives that are impacted through this pathway that you are walking through. And ultimately, your peace is not going to come from just never having problems. Your peace is going to come from the fact that you are indwelled with the spirit of God. Remember what Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 27 says, peace that I leave with you. This is not peace that the world gives. I read it. Peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. We're talking about this peace. This peace of God does not wait for struggles to stop. This peace of God is the peace of God that allows us to endure struggles. It allows us to bear our cross. It strengthens us to bear our cross. Hmm. Don't get it twisted He didn't just create you to bear crosses And kick you off to the side No First of all it's a privilege to follow God Don't get it twisted You don't deserve to even have the opportunity To follow God You don't deserve to share Or partake In his glory being shown over the earth You don't actually deserve it But even so When you do bear your cross and you follow him, let's not forget that we serve a rewarding God. And this passage ends in verse 27 when it says, For the Son of Man is, coming, is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what he has done. Need I remind you that one day Jesus is coming back? Ah, that's another message that you don't really hear a lot. I'm even guilty of it. I haven't preached it a lot. It's only a handful of times I've ever mentioned it, but one day Jesus is coming back on that amazing, gracious day. At least it will be amazing for me. Unfortunately, it won't be amazing for everybody else, but on that amazing day. Ah man, you know, one day we're going to stand before the judgment seat of God, but we're not going to be judged. Our works are going to be judged. The good works that we've done, because this is not going to be the same judgment that unbelievers have, where it's like, dang, you did all this bad stuff. Then, you know, pull the lever, cronk. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. But our, you know, our experience is going to be an awards show. I can imagine it now, man. God's going to put in the tape. It's going to be a highlight reel of all the good things that you've ever done in your life. He's going to be like, you did an amazing, son. You did an amazing, daughter. Here is all your amazing rewards that you get to have for eternity because these treasures are not going to be messed up by rust and moth. You're going to have these for eternity. This is what is yours because you did a whole bunch of good stuff. That's going to be our reward, ladies and gentlemen. Bearing your cross now is going to, you know, it seems very hard. It seems very tough. But God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. That's what the word of God says. And I'm actually about to read that verse in a second. But until then, until that amazing award show happens, we bear our cross. That's what we do. We bear our cross and we continue to follow God. And this is really why I want to go to this episode, this part, the bearing your cross and following God, the essential part to bearing your cross and following God, the essential part to bearing your cross and following God, the essential part to bearing your cross and following God. Understand, you get this? You ready? Faith. F A I T. A five letter word. Faith. Hebrews 11 verse 6. And without faith it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him. Must believe that he exists. And that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. We must have faith in 2022 we must have faith in order to accomplish the things that god has called us to remember he's called us to these good works like ephesians 2 verse 10 says we need faith if it's one thing that you are going to understand, one thing that you need to grab from this episode. Now, I, don't mean, I don't care how many times you have to play this episode over and over and over and over and over again. I don't mind it because we're going to get more, you know. <laughs> but that's not why I say it. I need you to understand. Faith. It is such a simple but complex concept, but it's simple. You have to have faith. You have to. Why do I know you have to? Well, because the evidence points out that you cannot stand, stand without it. And God needs you to stand. God needs you to endure. And we do that by having faith that God is there. He loves me. He will not leave me. He will not forsake me. He is my strength. He has gone before me. And if we don't believe those things, we cannot stand. Matthew chapter 14. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied. Here goes Peter again. (laughs) Tell me to come to you on the water. And verse 29, understand this. What did Jesus say? Come, he said. Then Peter got out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. Look at this, verse 30. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? You of little faith. You of little faith. There's a reason why I read this. And the reason was for us to understand that when God says, come, and we start to follow him, but we doubt, and we don't have faith, you cannot stand, you begin to sink. You need faith in order to follow God to where he has called you to case closed case closed I don't care how many times you've been disappointed in your life I don't care don't get me wrong I care but I don't care you need to get back up and have faith I don't care how stupid you look I don't care how humiliated you looked Trust me, I've been humiliated many times in my days. Have faith. Without faith, you will sink. Without faith, you will not endure. Without faith, you will be overwhelmed. Without faith, you will fail. I know that sounds really pessimistic. I know that sounds really annoying. I know that sounds really mean. Emmanuel's mean. I am. No, I'm not. You know I'm not. But I need you to understand this for real I need this to get through Your skull And if it can get through You know this thick Forehead It can get through yours Faith It is January 3rd 2022 if I'm not mistaken I always mess that stuff up That's why I don't like to talk about dates But January 3rd, 2022, or maybe you're listening to this and it's not January 3rd, all right? But nevertheless, it's early January. Let me get to the point, right? Okay, I'll get to the point. Make the decision today that this year is going to be a year of faith for you. Make the decision today that you are going to follow God with more faith than you ever had in your entire life. I'm going to tell you right now. There's something that I posted online. I said online like I'm an old man. Excuse me. Something I posted on my story, and I, you know, I, I said like, you know, what, 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 what's really gonna be the kicker? What's really gonna be, you know, what, what shows who's who's the grown men and who's the grown women? Is what you do after your first failure of the year. You know, we got our goals, we got our first, you know, what we want to happen in the year, all that different stuff. But th- what separates the boys from the men? What separates the girls from the women? What are you going to do after your first failure of the year? That's what I want to know. Is that going to be the time where you just crumple up your list of things that you want to to do for you in the year? You can just toss it out. Is that going to be the time where you just, you know, retreat and you say, all right, I'm done having expectations in life. Is that going to be the time Where, you know, you just quit this whole Christian thing because uh, it didn't work out for you the way you wanted it to work out. Does that be the time now you start to ignore God as you normally do? Because you you have a pattern of only coming to him when you want something and then you leave to him whenever you don't get it or whenever you do get it. (laughs) Either way. Or is that going to be the time when you say, all right. Okay. I didn't get that. But I must remember Romans chapter eight verse twenty eight says all things work together for my good. To those that love God and those are called who are called according to His purpose. I must remember. I must remember that there are preordained good works that I am called to. I must remember that God says He will never leave me nor forsake me. I must remember that. I must remember that this is the human being who is. I'm sorry, not the human being. <laughs> I must remember that He is the person who is sovereign who can make anything happen. So if he chose for it not to happen, there must be a way. And I must remember that, albeit as many expectations and as many things that I have, I'm not going to idolize what I want over what God wants. I'm not going to put human concerns over God's concerns. I am his vessel. I am his image bearer. I'm going to do whatever he asks me to do. I'm going to do whatever he needs me to do. Because that's where I'm going to have joy in. Not in everything working for, you know, me to win, in every single thing, and everything going, how exactly how I plan, what you will find joy in, I'm confessing this over your life, I'm praying this over your life. what you will find joy in in two thousand and twenty two. I'm not saying you won't win. you will win in the mighty name of Jesus, but what you will find your real joy and what you will find your real peace in is following God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much. For this message and i pray lord that for everyone who has taken the time to listen to this message oh god that you bless them this year father father let this year be the best year of their lives in the mighty name of jesus father let this year be the year that their your light shines through them more than any other year in the mighty name of jesus there will be people in their friend group there will be people around them at work there will be people around them anywhere even public That will want to know you more because of what they've seen in their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Souls will be saved by the testimonies that will be given because of what you've done in 2022 in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, anybody, sickness, Father, sickness bows down to your name in the mighty name of Jesus in 2022. Father, we have people in our lives that we want to be healed. Their healing shall be this year in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, there are people bound by addictions. There are people bound by depression. But those things must bow to your name. You are the God of all flesh. There is no power above you. Times that... You know, it sounds like it feels like it's impossible for us to get past these things, Father. But you say you've already overcome the world, oh God. And we are serving you. Father, free us in the mighty name of Jesus. This year, many people who are in bondage shall be free in the mighty name of Jesus. Many people who are stuck will be loosed in the mighty name of Jesus oh god thank you father in the mighty name of jesus christ i pray amen i'm gonna say this i forgot to say this and i need to say it because it just reminded me um we want to start documenting testimonies because testimonies is a way of evangelism is a way of evangelism it is a way of you know spreading the gospel it's a way of encouraging other people we're going to set up a station on our website on our blog where you can input your, um, your testimonies. You can keep it anonymous if you would like, or you can give us your name and some way, somehow we're going to figure out a way where we can, you know, somehow broadcast the testimony or share the testimony with other people to be encouraged. So if you have testimonies, um, be on the lookout for that. We're going to announce it on Instagram, everything like that. So I love you guys. You guys have an amazing, 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 week follow us on ig if you don't already like and subscribe if you haven't already on youtube you guys have an amazing week peace